Blog Talk Radio. God afternoon. I'm your host, Minister Myrene Wise, and welcome to the Love Gospel Hour. If you enjoy gospel music and an inspirational word, you come to the right place now. Let's get your praise on. <laughs>
that he was the greatest, but I beg to differ. I say that Jesus Christ is the greatest of all times. Amen. I want to welcome you to the Love Gospel Hour. We have a great show uh, in store for you today. Um, Listen, we have special announcements we need to give. Today, we have to acknowledge some special birthdays. It was Keith Jr.'s birthday, and we have a special anniversary. It's my brother and my sister-in-law, Trudy Huff, our preacher on the fifth Sunday. They're having their anniversary on today, and I want to wish that lovely, awesome husband and wife team a happy anniversary. And uh, we have some sick and shut in on today that we want uh, you to uh, make sure that you put them in your prayer request. And we're praying for Sister Barbara Bennett, her and her family. We're requesting prayer for Quinn. And we're requesting prayer for Brenda on today. And we're requesting prayer for Walker Rowell on today. Keep in mind all those people, whether you're in the U.S., whether you're in uh, China, Japan, wherever you are, keep those people in mind. Because you know what? We don't need any help. So we're just going to ask God to do what he can do for them. Amen.
Good afternoon. My name is Minister Darice R. Smith. I'm with We Stand for Christ Jesus Ministries in Kankakee, Illinois. And I come to you today with a word with reference to the title of the message is, Do You Really Know What You're Made Of? You're qualified, bona fide, and empowered. Today, let Christ do a work in you. Now, you may ask yourself, what does that really mean? I'm so glad you asked. No, I'm not talking about what you're made of physically, such as bone, muscle, atoms, neutrons, etc. This question is really an examination question, and it's a question directed at you spiritually. How do you or how are you supposed to endure hardship? The Bible actually says in 2 Timothy 2, 3, that we endure hardness as a good soldier of the Lord. So we, it actually tells us to take joy when we fall into these different temptations. I want to just read that passage of Scripture. Um, we're going to go to James chapter 1, verses 2 through 3, and then we're going to t- touch on 4. Consider it a great joy, my brothers, whenever you experience various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces endurance, but endurance must do its complete work so that you may be mature and complete, lacking nothing. That's that's something. It says consider it joy, a great joy when you experience various trials. And I think um, none of us thinks that's joyful. But the word says it is actually joyful. It, it says the word of God says we are to endure and to remain steadfast and prayerful and hopeful and that these trials will pass, but eventually the hardship or the trial that we're facing will, will leave, it will move, it will lighten, your burdens will lighten, but it will leave us with a lesson. The trial is a lesson, merely a test. What was God trying to tell you in the midst of it? I believe his word tells us to press in and press past it, press past those tests. He says to move forward to the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. So he's saying we should take joy when we're tested, when we have these various trials, and because it produces patience. I'll give you an example of that. Diamonds are precious jewels, and they are brilliant, and they glisten and shine. And the more they shine and the way that they are cut demands the highest price. They're exquisite. They're valuable. They're beautiful, just like God made us. But when they are harvested, they're usually black as coal because they they are black in color initially because of the dirt on them. They have to be cleaned and cut and put through a process to show the true brilliance of that diamond. And that's the reason we sometimes hear people refer to a person as a diamond in the rough. We have to be willing to go through some things to get through process before we're ready for God to shine us up and use us. Go through not with an attitude, but with joy and gratitude. You see, when the potter makes something out of clay, that object is simply, at the beginning, it starts out as a lump of clay on the potter's wheel. And the Bible talks about that. The potter presses the clay. He pulls it. He smacks it down. He twists and turns and mashes it in every direction possible because He wants to create something beautiful in it, and he has a vision. And in that vision, that clay has to go through that process like us. And when he's gotten the shape right, he he actually puts it in a thing called a kill, which is like a little oven, and that kill has to go into the fire. It gets heated up. That's what we. That's what happens to us. We go through. We go through testing. We're being put through the fire until it's right, um, and it's till it's refined, and until it's hardened and it's solidified. So it gets hot. It gets hot. 
tests and trials get hot. They're not comfortable. But God says, this is the way I'm refining you to become something more beautiful, something that I can use, and you should take me as I am testing you. To know that I'm testing your faith and your power to endure. That means to stand steadfast, to move forward, to endure, to go through, to keep going through. The word says we should be joyful, and that means happy. It means blissful. It means delighted when we find ourselves in the hardships because they are basically made to groom and prepare us for the next level. It's hard going through change. It's hard going through difficulties. I'll admit that. To me, it's hard because we don't want to change. And if God doesn't push us sometimes through that process, we won't change. So it's we often feel unnecessary through this change. But the way Christ looks at it, he says it's not it's not only necessary, but we have to find joy in enduring the pain. Wow. Find joy. Find joy in enduring that pain because it's just a process, because it's a test. Like that old commercial thing on the radio or TV used to say, this is only a test because it's a test of our faith that produces endurance, and endurance actually produces patience. And these are the qualities that God can work with when we trust Christ through every trial, difficulty, and tribulation and believe that he will give us courage to keep moving on. That's the endurance, courage to keep keep it moving. Keep holding on to his hand in spite of whatever you're going through, in spite of whatever it looks like. We have to continue to hold Christ's hand because he says he'll be with us always, even to the end of the world. And that's in Matthew 28:20. 20. He says, I'm always with you. I- I'd never leave you. You believe in me. You trust in me. I'm there. I'm down with you. The battle for us in the trial, and he makes us more than a conqueror. He says we are soldiers that we always triumph. He didn't say we sometimes triumph. He said we always triumph. So when we get through, that's our testimony when we get through these tests. And when God tests our faith in his son Jesus, then he can truly see what we're made of at point. We don't normally like it when we're faced with hardship, distraction, and indecision. But in order for us to fly, and not only to fly, but to soar, it says we need to find joy in the, in the interim, in the midst of the storm. We have to find joy. And we have to take the lesson with a smile. Yes, even laugh at the devil. And, and let him know, despite it all, you're not going to give up. You're going to keep pressing into God through Christ Jesus. That's what God wants us to do. That's what Christ wants us to do, to keep pressing into him even when it looks the dimmest, when it looks like we're not going to make it. But we will make it. And we have to let him, we have to let Christ do a work in us today. The challenges will pass, but keep your faith and know you're his child. And he's there with you. He's always there with you, lighting your path, though it may seem dark at times, and positioning you and preparing you for your future. He says in Jeremiah 29, 11, I know the plans that I have for you, saith the Lord, plans of good and not of evil to give you hope and a future. So whatever the mess is, whatever the test is, whatever the garbage is that comes your way, just go through it. Just know that there's something behind it. That's a lesson behind it. It's only a test. So grit your teeth and be prepared to go through the fire with joy. And know he's completing his work in you to mature you. He's completing his work in you to help you grow and to get you where he planned for you to be. But he planned this. When he created you, he had an objective. He planned for you to be able to get somewhere. He planned for a place in his kingdom for you when you trust and believe in him. But you have to go through some things. He walks us through the shadow of the valley of death. He tells us that in Proverbs. He doesn't say he leaves us there, but he says he walks us safely 
through to the other side. So if you're in a dark place today, take heart. Know that Christ is with you. Know he's holding you up with his everlasting arms. Now, he hasn't let you go. Don't you let him go. Stay joyful. And the word says that weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. And always realize this. Somewhere it's morning. Jesus Christ wants to be, have you and be in have a personal and intimate relationship with you, he wants to give you peace and he wants to give you joy and eternal life, even though the challenges, even through the challenges, so that you too can realize what you're made of. He calls you an overcomer. That's what he says in his word. We're overcomers. That means that We have to know what we're made of because we're made to overcome obstacles. We're made to overcome distractions. We're made to overcome circumstances. We are made and created in the image of God to overcome. I hope you'll accept him today and get to know Jesus today. And if you don't know him, get to know him. And he'll show you off for his glory. No matter what season of your life you're in, get to know Christ. Get to know your purpose. Get to know that you are an overcomer. You're an overcomer. He says the greater one lives in you in 1 John 4, 4. He says greater is he that is within me than he that is within the world. He calls the soldiers. He says I can do all things, all things, all things through Christ with strengtheneth me. And he says in Second Timothy two three, to endure. Endure. There's that word again. Endure. Hardness. Endure the challenges. Endure the circumstances. Endure the test as a good soldier of Christ Jesus. We are soldiers in the army of the Lord. We come to take territory. But we can't take territory sufficiently unless we've been tested, unless we go through something and some things. So when a man goes to war or a woman goes to war, when they go to war, they prepare themselves as soldiers. They're prepared. They don't just come off the cuff and just go in and start fighting. They have to know how to fight. They have to know about strategy, the enemy. That's the same thing for us. He will give us joy even through the test, and he will make our test a testimony. Shall we pray? Thank you, Lord, that you know everything about us, and you still love us. Thank you, Father, for my tears, my trials, and my hardships, which were not meant to bring me down, but to show me what I'm made of and what they are made of, and to bring us up not to bring us down, but to bring us up and to give us the faith we need to walk through the trials and tribulations, knowing that you're beside us and you're working everything in your word, it says, for my good, for our good, for the audience that's listening. You're working everything out for the good of those who love Christ. It says so in your word, and we trust your word, which says that in Romans 8.28. So, Father, work it all out for your good. So I can pass the test. Help us to pass the test. Thank you, Father, that you trust us to shine as lights in this world, even through the darkness. Father, I ask that you keep us close to you and help us to know the you you created us to be. Father, we thank you that you have given us the joy, the endurance, to go through these trials and tribulations and to come out like pure gold. We thank you, Lord. We praise you and we bless your name. Help this word to go out to the audience and those that need this word of encouragement. Don't stop. Father God, help us to get through these trials and we thank you that you are there to get us through. We worship you and praise you in Jesus' precious name. Amen.
know when it's hot out here. No? I don't mind, though. Just glad to be free. You know what I'm saying? Still waters. He restoreth my soul. When you become a believer, your spirit is made right. Sometimes the soul doesn't get the notice. It has a hole in it due to things that's happened in the past hurt, abuse, molestation. But we want to speak to you today and tell you that God wants to heal the hole in your soul. Some people's actions are not because their spirit is wrong, but it's because the past has left a hole in their soul. May this wisdom help you get over your past and remind you that God wants to heal the hole in your soul. I have my sister Leandria here. She's going to help me share this wisdom and tell this story. All I seem to do is hurt me Hurt me Lord, 
Well, Proverbs 16.9 says, A man's heart devises his way, but the Lord directs. Psalm 37.23, it says that the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord, and he delights in his way. He'll take you there.
you know. You know, maybe the Lord will send someone to speak with you when you're in a, a line or something. But, you know, I want you to find the Lord and accept him as your Savior when you do find him. Uh, now, um, as I always say, there are people who are listening who you already know the Lord, and I tell you to get to know him better. And so that's why we bring the show in hopes that someone will be touched in the hour that we share with you. And I want you to share the show with someone else, okay? Keep someone else in your heart and your mind when you think about the show. And so we're going to end this one on God Puts a Rainbow by Mahalia Jackson for my Uncle Melvin and Lynn. Enjoy the rest of your day. God bless you.